Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Guiar, and I was raised Catholic. You can listen to my personal testimony in the first three episodes. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth about the salvation of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel, or good news, that the New Testament brings us. You may be walking around with a false sense of salvation. I pray that as you hear this message today, that you don't just take my word for it, but start reading the Bible and seeking the truth for yourself. Ask God to open your eyes, your mind, and your heart to hear and understand the truth. God bless you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show notes. There, too, you'll find links to my two favorite Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily, and they're both free. As Paul states in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. The episode will begin after this short message. have a confession to make. I used to be a Democrat. I used to be a Catholic. I, I know I used to be a progressive, but I also was a Democrat. I grew up in New York and my parents were Democrats, Kennedy Democrats. So when I was old enough to vote in my first presidential election, I voted for Jimmy Carter. I voted straight party lines every time. I didn't really look at the, cal- the candidate. I voted Democrat. I voted for Bill Clinton. I was living in Miami at the time, and I remember my boss and I joyously watching the inauguration in her office. We sang along with, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. And I was saddened and astonished when the whole Monica Lewinsky scandal erupted. That couldn't be my president. Well, I called myself a diehard Democrat. I even voted for John Kerry, even though I didn't like him at all. In my mind, it was better to vote for a Democrat rather than a Republican. In 2000, I was heartbroken when Florida, where I lived, ended up being the state that pushed George W. Bush over the finish line rather than Al Gore. I thought, as a Democrat, why do we need the Electoral College anyway? Isn't it funny that that's what the Democrats are crying now? Then in the summer of 2004, two hurricanes hit where I was living in the Atlantic Space Coast of Florida. The next February, I was on the road with my two cats, my guitar, and my computer in my Kia hatchback heading to the desert in Arizona. No more hurricanes for me. Once in Arizona, I had to register to vote. As a citizen, I know it's my right and a privilege we cannot take for granted nor give away to non-citizens. Okay, and, and that this is important. We cannot give away the right to vote as a citizen of the United States to illegal aliens. Okay, it was 2005, and the battle um, for who was going to be the Democratic candidate was now clearly between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. The issue I faced was that I didn't like either of them. I felt the same way as I did with John Kerry. So I registered as an independent. 
problem with that is that I couldn't vote in the party primaries. At the same time, I started church shopping. That's a whole other post. Well, uh, church shopping and my conversion and so forth, that's, uh, that's in my testimonies, um, which the, um, in the podcast, it's the first three ones, which you should listen to them because it's, in, it's an interesting story. Um, I was baptized at First Christian Church of Phoenix, and upon my baptism by immersion, I was dunked. I liked the sprinkling I got um, at the Catholic Church when I was six months old. I received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit started convicting me. It opened my eyes to realize what the Democrats believed in was not in keeping with the true Christian walk and righteous living. In uh, Jesus said in uh, John chapter 3, verses 6 through 7, humans can, reprodu- can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. Um, well, if you listen, if you listen to my testimonies, you'll understand that it took me a while to figure out exactly what that meant. Um, but I hope with this podcast to be able to clearly explain what this means. But um, I, the Holy Spirit started convicting me. The first issue was abortion. Life begins at conception. Period. Each human being is created in the womb by God and is loved and known by God. Abortion is murder. I could no longer be a part of an organization of people who supported the killing of innocent lives, no matter what. In Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16, it reads, You, that's God, made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. That's amazing love that God has for every single human being in this world. So um, think about that. The next issue was homosexuality. Before, I had the attitude of, to each his own. What two people did in the bedroom was their business. All of a sudden, I saw it as a sin, against everything that the Bible teaches. Love the sinner, hate the sin. I could no longer condone a homosexual lifestyle. I also found myself offended by secular music. I had to switch to Christian radio um, uh, and listen to Christian music only. Wow, I felt more positive and less angry and at peace. So I changed my, far, my party affiliation to Republican. Now, I don't agree with everything, all that the Republicans do. But I know that now as a committed Christian in all good conscience, it is how I need to vote. Now I look at the Democrats and the out and out hatred they have for our elected president. And I wonder, what happened to the Kennedy Democrats? Where'd they, where did they go? You know, today is February 1st, 2020. And um, we just went through months and months and months of this crazy impeachment, which was ridiculous because Donald Trump has not done anything worth impeaching him for. 
Now, if you're an intelligent person, you've got to look at these Democrats and say, you know, one, how can I first, how can I support a party that condones the killing of innocent lives? Okay, that's one of the main things. And, you know, as as we go out, it's also scary how the majority call themselves socialist Democrats. Socialism doesn't work. Look at Venezuela. Look at Cuba. Look at Puerto Rico. I lived in Puerto Rico. The government there owns the electric company, the gas, the phone, and the water companies. And it's a mess. I lived there for eight years and refused to register to vote because politics there was so crazy. I don't want America to end up like that. In Proverbs 28, verse 2, we read, Where, When there is moral rot within a nation, its government topples easily. But wise and knowledgeable leaders bring stability. We need leaders with integrity, with good Christian values, who, who have good moral values and, and have experience. So when you go to vote, and I know the, the primaries start, you know, really look at the candidate, okay? And, you know, and I, but I really wonder how any committed Christian can continue to vote Democrat. Do you call yourself a Christian, a true follower of Jesus Christ? Then you better think twice before voting or supporting a Democrat. Please, if you consider yourself a Christian, silence your TV and phone and earnestly and wholeheartedly right now pray for guidance and wisdom as you vote in the next election and choose carefully who you follow on social media. Also, I pray for a spiritual and moral awakening in America. I pray for a revival that spreads like wildfire, igniting the hearts of any and all halfway Christians. Open the eyes of those attending churches where they preach a watered-down gospel. Make them seekers of the gospel truth, of the fullness of Jesus' true salvation. Stir the searching soul. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's got you thinking. Please feel free to follow me, and if you have any questions, contact me via my website, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The links to my social profiles are in the show notes. I want to leave you with this prayer from Psalm 40, verse 16. Heavenly Father, may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great! Soli Deo Gloria. Only to God be the glory.